Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff McCombs. Thank you for joining me today for Candida Diet Tips, Recipes, and Insights for Greater Health and Vitality in Your Life. We are back again with another episode filled with information about Candida, Candida Diets, Recipes, Nutrition, and the Latest Insights from Science and All Things Candida. This is episode 25, and today I'm going to talk about susceptibility to candida infections. This is generally another topic that is seldom discussed by anyone else, and that is typically due to the fact that uh, most people do not understand how the body functions, human physiology, they're not familiar with genetics, etc., because there are a lot of things that come into play for this. When we look at the body's immune response to fungal candida, we see that the primary effective immune cells that respond to fungal candida's presence in the body are called Th1, that's a thymus helper cell, Th1, Th17, interleukin-17, and interleukin-23, both produced by Th17, and neutrophils. If these are not functioning as they should or they are depleted for some reason, then the body's response against candida is more limited. Uh, macrophages are another type of uh, white blood cell immune cell against candida, but even they are one of the first cells to respond to fun fungal candida and yet are not effective uh, at all, I'd really say. Um, uh, neutrophils tend to be one of the, the best cells against candida. And uh, there used to be two good videos on YouTube that showed a neutrophil eating bacteria and then the bacteria dissolving almost instantly inside the neutrophil. And this is due to a burst of an oxygen compound that disintegrates the bacteria. Then there was another video that showed a neutrophil trying to eat candida. So it would be ingesting candida cells and just accumulating more and more candida cells inside of itself and not being able to do anything to them. And that happened until the candida started to change into its fungal form, which is more like a tree branch instead of a round cell, and that would completely rupture and destroy the neutrophil. So um, even though neutrophils are one of the most effective, um, it can't do to candida what it can do to bacterial cells. And um, it's just one of the aspects that are present in the body's defense against candida. From a genetic standpoint, if there are mutations in the genes that control the immune cells, then there can be increased susceptibility to candida. I think on the books there is a gene called CARD9 that uh, signifies increased susceptibility to candida. There are probably a couple, one or two um, tests available for it from some companies. It's not generally tested for because it's such a rare mutation in the genetics. Um, but uh, there are genes that control all these other cells, the interleukins, uh, uh, the Th helper cells, uh, the toll-like receptors. These are all signaling cells, cytokines, chemokines. And if there are mutations in the genetics, then there can be some increased uh, susceptibility to candida. Um, but I think the, really the important thing to remember is it's just increased susceptibility. It's sort of a weakening of the immune system. But that in and of itself will not create candida infections. Um, other things that can weaken the immune system are heavy metals, such as uh, lead, uh, mercury, cadmium. 
and others that can reduce immune responses. Uh, toxins such as arsenic, pesticide, glyphosate, which is a, a very current uh, toxin where they're dumping millions of pounds of this toxin into the soil, and then that gets into the food chain. Uh, these uh, toxins can reduce immune responses as well as affecting the cells that line the intestinal tract. Stress is well known for its ability to suppress the immune responses. Uh, electromagnetic fields can weaken the immune responses. High sugar diets, junk food diets can weaken the immune responses. Um, but these are all just factors that can weaken the immune response. And they are not something that will give you a fungal candida infection uh, because the one thing that guarantees fungal candida is the loss of the microbiome, the 100 trillion bacteria in the gut. And this happens within a few days of antibiotic use. Studies show that within three to five days of antibiotic use, the microbiome is gone, and we get a systemic fungal candida infections in a matter of four to 52 hours, according to some other studies. It is the microbiome that prevents fungal candida uh, through the massive numbers of bacteria, those 100 trillion bacteria present, and the enzymes and antifungal substances that they secrete. The microbiome helps to keep candida in, under control and keep it in its normal beneficial yeast form by regulating these immune responses, controlling pH, competing for food sources, occupying space, secreting antifungal candida sciences, etc. There's a lot that the microbiome does, and when it's not there, that's when we get the fungal candida infection, and again, it spreads very rapidly throughout the body, and then uh, increased susceptibility to this can be from any of these substances we just mentioned. Medications can do this as well. Um, even antibiotics, which kill the bacteria that allow the fungal infection to flourish, can suppress the immune responses, can uh, dissolve the mucus coating of the intestinal tract by destroying the proteins in the mucus. Uh, so even antibiotics, through other methods, increase our susceptibility to candida and that candida infection going fungal. Uh, so that's pretty much how we get candida, and that's our susceptibility. I know some people think uh, it's heavy metals that cause it, it's sugar that causes it, it isn't. It is antibiotics, and uh, chemotherapy will do that as well, but most people don't have chemotherapy, and almost everyone has antibiotics. This creates a change in the structure and the architecture of the microbiome. Uh, candida flourishes in the absence of all, this all these bacteria, and they take six to nine months or more to come back into the gut, into the body, and some never come back. And part of that never is candida is playing a role in regulating which uh, bacteria can recolonize. So it more or less takes control and changes the architecture of the microbiome. Today's recipe comes from the Everything Candida Diet book by yours truly, published by Simon & Schuster. This recipe is for tuna salad roll-up and can be found on page 159. Uh, the ingredients are one ounce can of white albacore tuna packed in water, two tablespoons of homemade mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise, see the recipe in chapter 11. There are, I think, two or three mayonnaise reps, uh, homemade recipes. One medium apple diced, 
one half a medium red onion, finely diced, two sticks of chopped celery, one hard-boiled organic free-range egg diced, and three lettuce leaves. In a medium bowl, thoroughly mix all the ingredients except the lettuce, place a scoop of tuna salad on each lettuce leaf, roll it up, and serve. So we're using the lettuce to take the place of um, bread and other uh, things that would uh, be used for roll-ups. Um, and this is a great uh, recipe. I, I, think, I know nowadays when I get a burger out, I usually get it in a lettuce wrap. I've done away with the bread and the buns and don't really see a lot of benefit to doing that. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed today's uh, episode and be sure to subscribe for more uh, Candida Diet tips, recipes, and insights. If you can rate our show and give us some love there, that would be greatly appreciated. If you have any questions, please let us know. We'll try to answer those in one of our upcoming episodes or get back to you personally. You can email us at support at candidaplan.com or call us at 888-236-7780. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Alexa, Podcast Addict, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and uh, several others. We are on Facebook at Dr. McCombs Candida Plan, as well as our YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you're looking for us, you will find us. Thank you again for taking the time to listen in and have a great day.